Welcome. Uh, my name is Nicola Bass, um, and uh, I uh, pastor with my husband a church up in Newcastle called Life Vineyard Church. And uh, in the past few years, I've uh, had the role of just overseeing the coaching team for Vineyard Churches, which is a growing group of people who've been trained and are working with particular groups of people in the movement at sort of any given time. So I'm um, it's a real joy to be here. It's a little bit nerve-wracking, but come on, we're going to do this. So this is coaching for every season. There was something written differently on the thing at the information desk. So if you're here for something different, I won't be offended if you want to stand up and leave now. But this is what I've planned and what I was asked to do, so I'm not quite sure what was written on there. Anyway, so um, the Vineyard Church's coaching team, we had a prayer meeting online uh, the other month. And one thing that God seemed to be highlighting... Um, was seasons. And um, I've kind of gone away from that and thought about it. And there's a lot of talk uh, around this being a new season. I don't know if you've heard it as well in, in so many sorts of ways. And I've kind of been thinking about seasons. And, you know, there are seasons for society. There's seasons for churches. There's seasons in leadership, seasons in ministries, seasons for your family. There are seasons even of your very soul. And um, the combination of these things are unique for every single person on the planet. And um, in your life and in the life of those that you get to lead, um, everyone is going through a different season, something totally different. And I am here to talk about coaching because I totally believe that there is a way of being with people, a way of working with people, a way of caring for people that can be relevant, applicable, powerful, godly, compassionate even in every season that any single person finds themselves in, which I think makes this a hugely important um, topic to look at together, especially as a bunch of leaders this um, over this couple of days. And my aim in this short seminar, I'm going to have to miss a whole load of stuff out about coaching, which I'd love to say, but there's no way in an hour we can go there. But my aim is to just go for this fundamental aspect of leadership that we know is at the heart of God, to see the heart of God uh, extended to those around us by way of a really simple thing, and that is stopping and being fully present with them by listening really, really, really carefully and by asking some open, um, well-considered questions to help people think, to help them make steps forward in whatever season they are in with whatever it is that God is doing in them, through them, around them, you know, whatever he's calling them to. Um, just to, to clarify, I'm not talking about counselling. This isn't about looking back and kind of going over all the things of the past. This isn't mentoring about you giving your opinion or your wisdom or experience. This is about coaching. This is about drawing out what is in a person and what is God doing and helping them to discover their own steps forward in any season. And it's something that Jesus showed us to do, which I find just so exciting and so amazing. Jesus stepped towards people in different situations, in different seasons that they found themselves in, and he did it so often by being fully present, but being present with a question. Being present and asking good open questions is a huge part of coaching. And um, 
each coaching conversation, each um, question, each moment of listening can be an opportunity for the kingdom of God to break in and to advance. And isn't that what we long to see? Isn't that what we want to see, to see the kingdom of God? So I have got just a few questions. I mean, there's so many more, but just imagine, this is Jesus asked these questions. Questions to make people think, questions that are a moment for the kingdom to come. So Jesus said these sorts of things. Salt is good, but if it loses its saltiness, how can you make it salty again? What, what an interesting question. Uh, what did Moses command you, he said? Why do you call me good? Why do you worry about clothes? Do people pick grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? Asked Jesus. And why are you so afraid? So many questions, and there's so many more, but that's just a taste. But Jesus also answered questions with questions. I mean, I think he's just the best coach ever. So here's just a few of them. Matthew 9, then John's disciples came and asked him, how is it that we and the Pharisees fast, but your disciples do not fast? Jesus answered, how can the guests of the bridegroom mourn while he is still with them? Matthew 15, his disciples answered, where could we get enough bread in this remote place to feed such a crowd? How many loaves do you have, Jesus asked. Um, Matthew 26, uh, why this waste, they asked. This perfume could have been sold at a high price and the money given to the poor. Aware of this, Jesus said to them, why are you bothering this woman? There, in, there are times, yes, when leadership is about teaching, about directing, about mentoring, but there are times for questions. There are times for open ears and really high quality listening. And I want to suggest that coaching is something we can all grow in, uh, but at a deep level, it's an overflow of the Spirit's work in us. When we honour, when we prefer one another, when we die to some of that needing of ourselves to say what we want to say, and we work hard instead to stop, to still ourselves, we can see, um, and we stop as well to choose to look at another person. Uh, this is a created being created by King Jesus. This is a masterpiece. This person that I'm talking to, I want to honour them. So I'm going to be fully present with all of my attention to ask a question and to help them move forward. And as we navigate 2020 in particular as humanity, none of us have been this way before. None of us have led through a pandemic. None of us have led in the unique circumstances of the church, of ministries, of outreach, uh, of compassion. You know, none of us have equipped and encouraged and overseen and helped leaders in this landscape in this season. And so with that backdrop in particular, this year, it feels more important than ever to be able to connect with each other well, to connect with leaders in a way that gives them space to be heard and make their own steps forward in the things which God has called them to. That is really important. I don't know if you caught this morning, the lady from Sterling, she talked about the conversation she had with Chuck, and she said that that conversation, as she spoke, something just happened that she couldn't let go. It happened in the context of a conversation. And um, 
I think, you know, that God is all about us connecting deeply and well in conversation with one another. And uh, we've experienced, there's a whole load of, of coaches across the movement, and you might be here with a particular interest or training in coaching, or you're just interested and thinking about what this is and how you might implement some of the, the simple, really simple tools in what you're doing. But I know I've heard someone say um, that coaching gave her ears the opportunity to hear what her heart was trying to say. Like there's something about coaching that lets another person stop. As you stop for them, everyone stops. And someone's heart is free to dream and free to breathe. And uh, we, time and time again, are finding that the kingdom is coming. And yeah, coaching conversations can happen in any season. And the brilliant thing is that you don't need to be an expert, which is good because then I can do it as well, uh, to be a blessing to those around you. Um, And a coaching conversation can be, like I said, a time where dreams are said out loud, sometimes for the very first time, where ideas are given space for deep and challenging uh, vulnerabilities to be aired. Plans for the future can be crystallized and made step by step. This is a brilliant thing about coaching. It's about step by step, uh, where accountability can be held in a really healthy, helpful way. And it's all about steps that build forward. It's powerful stuff. It's part of the kingdom. And I believe more than ever in this season. So what we're going to do, I know you've all kind of, if you've come in later, I just want everyone to have like a person that they're going to be able to chat to on and off today. Um, Just by way of stopping, okay, and being present, I would love just so you begin to experience what it, what it feels like to be heard, I would love you, with the person that you are going to be speaking with, just to ask two simple questions to each other. You're not allowed to interrupt. You're not allowed to give an opinion. You're not allowed to ask any more questions. You're just going to listen. And just ask the person that you're with, please tell me about the season that you are in. So is it um, springtime where it feels like there are just new opportunities, there are buds of growth, there's that hopeful thing of springtime? Does it feel like summer where life is good, you know, things are just going great, talk about it? Um, Is it autumn where maybe there's a harvest going on and you're out there harvesting or maybe there feels that kind of you're going to be going into winter, the leaves are dropping, I don't know, or is it winter where things are hard? Um, where it feels cold, it feels difficult maybe, feels like it might never end. I don't know. But just in this time, we're just going to, I'm going to invite the Holy Spirit to come because I know that in these conversations that we're going to have today, he's going to be at work and you're not here for uh, by accident. You might be thinking, what am I here for? But I think you are here because the Holy Spirit is here and he wants to be uh, moving in your conversation. So tell me about the season you're in and what is God doing and you're going to have three minutes each person to ask those questions so let's just invite holy spirit we thank you for your example jesus of stopping of asking those amazing questions that you ask and we pray that you would just uh, help us to experience the power of being heard And that, Holy Spirit, you would be at work as we talk with each other in these conversations. Would things catch light? Would dreams be said out loud? Would your kingdom come, we pray? So we say, have your way, Lord, in this place, in our hearts and in our lives and in these conversations. 
Amen. Okay, you've got six minutes together with one other person. Off you go. Okay, that's been three minutes. So when you're ready, if you want to swap over, that'd be great. I have to say, you are fantastic listeners. There's so much kind of full eye contact, lots of nodding. And he's just said to me, everyone's really engaged. I'm like, yes, this is going well. How, how was that to be heard? You're nodding. Why are you nodding? How was it to be heard by your wife? <laughs> Feel like you're, we've done good for your marriage today. <laughs> Thumbs up, brilliant. How anyone else? How did it feel to be heard or told that space? You say it's not a natural thing. You want to jump in, but you did it, and you saw God in that waiting and holding back. Anyone else? How did it feel to be heard and not interrupted? Yeah, go on. Amazing. It's a deep question, isn't it? And as you're leading your life group or your team or whatever, it's an interesting question to, to come back to time and time again because people change, things change. Um, I'm, uh, when I finish, I've got a, um, a slide with some book recommendations on. This is called Time to Think by Nancy Klein. And uh, she says this, dreams for a better world reside in most of us. I would guess dreams that are choked first by people's ridicule and then by the demands of daily life. But our dreams don't die. They sleep, waiting for the right conditions to come along and entice them awake. How good is that? And the reason I read you that is because the Holy Spirit, sorry, the Holy Spirit sorry, is in these conversations. Just as was referenced this morning about that conversation about church planting, uh, he is here. And as we stop for one another... Um, the Holy Spirit, like you said, is already at work. God is already at work. So we're going to build on this question. I would love you to go back to your partner and just let's see what it is that God wants to draw out in this room today, in this group of people. What precious gold there is to be mined in each and every one of you. Uh, and I think, you know, that John 10, 10, when Jesus said he's here to bring life and life to the full, there is something about coaching, about these questions that has an amazing way to bring life when the Holy Spirit is in it and you're listening to the Holy Spirit and you're listening to the person an amazing thing can happen and I think that is life and life to the full so what I'd love you to do back in your um, pairs we're actually going to take a more time over this so we're going to take a 20 minutes, so 10 minutes each so you haven't got much time to hang around <laughs> I'd love you to ask what is a hope or dream that you carry? It'd be really fascinating as well. If you're with a person that you actually know, you're going to get to know them probably on a, on a deeper level, which is another fantastic thing that questions can do. What's a hope or dream that you carry? Paint a picture in words of what it is like 
It doesn't, then it just doesn't stop at, oh, this is my dream. Then, okay, tell me more. Paint a picture of it. It's a really powerful question. If time and energy was no obstacle, what would you do? And um, what challenges or obstacles face you in this? And then what's one step you could take this week towards the hope or dream that you have? And then I want you to bless that person. It's not a counselling session. It's not a ministry time, but I would love it. It's really powerful if you bless those steps and those dreams as brothers and sisters together. It's a really powerful thing to do. Are there any questions or is that clear? Yeah. So 10 minutes each. I'll pop up and nicely interrupt you. Um, so 20 minutes in total for you just to ask these questions and be fully present. You're already fantastic listeners. So let's take it from there. Are you ready? Okay, off you go. Time to swap if you haven't and pray for each other. Don't forget that one. I don't know about you, but you can just sense the Holy Spirit is just all over this. <laughs> this is like family at its best. And um, coaching conversations bring, bring a clarity. They bring uh, thoughts of a way forward. And uh, if you are leading others, you can. this is a gift that you can give to those that you lead uh, to help them to lead more effectively. Uh, it can help a father hear and empower teenage children. Uh, and for those that you lead, asking these sorts of questions, these open questions and listening well, really is a gift. It's a unique, like giving someone the gift of your time and attention, it kind of costs nothing, but it is so, so valuable. And there's a beauty, as you kind of see in this room, we're kind of gradually connecting with one another in a way that is just beautiful. There's beauty in brothers and sisters um, stopping for each other in any season. Um, and, you know, just imagine the king of all creation stops. He gives us full attention to blind Bartimaeus. And he says, what do you want me to do for you? And this is Jesus. Um, and what if being children of God, what if being um, a disciple and, and heirs with Christ means giving focus, all of our focus to another in a moment? I think it does. I absolutely am convinced it, it does. And so often as leaders, we can be busy with all sorts of activity. We actually forget to stop and serve with our attention and with our time. So if you take nothing else away from today, just maybe think about that. As leaders, we can serve those that we lead with our time and with our focus. Um, if you're spending time with your leaders, um, a great question to ask them is this along these lines, you know, what is a hope or dream that you carry for your life group? What is a hope? What is a dream that you carry for compassion in our city? You see, good questions open things up. They allow possibilities to kind of bubble up and have voice and be heard. And, um, and if we believe that it's God who builds his church, we have to believe, don't we, that the members that come and are part of that body have the ideas, have the call, have the embryonic, whatever, of whatever it is that the church should be. And so it's an, it, as a leader as well, I think it's a real posture of trust. Okay, Jesus, you are, you are head of this church, and I'm going to draw out what you've already deposited in her, uh, that we would walk forward in this city, in this nation, for your glory. So 
yeah, to intentionally do this is Christ-centered, it's Jesus-looking, and it's love. And uh, as leaders, we influence, and uh, as we serve and lead and use questions and listen well, honoring God's creation, um, I've personally experienced, um, as I said, I'm up in Newcastle, lead Life Vineyard Church with my husband, and the more that we work with our leaders in this way, the more we are seeing that when they're leading people, they're much slower to jump in with advice, but they're much quicker to ask a question, to leave space, to understand what it is that's going on. What, is, what do you mean? What's under this? You know, what, what is going on? And it's something really beautiful, I think. And we're seeing that God is doing it. And we want to see this culture spread, which is where I'm going to take you next. Because I want to invite you to think about going home, going back to wherever it is that you are from. And... Um, so let's just shift to, my daughter made these slides for me, by the way. She, <laughs> so um, in, as, again, back in your pairs, or you can mix it up if you like. I don't mind. Everyone seems to be getting on marvelously, but you can swap if you like. Um, how in your context, I want you to make this personal to you now. When you're going back home, how in your context could a simple shift to listening more and asking questions be powerful? Just have a think about where you're going home to. How could you bring some coaching tools home to your leadership? We're talking about listening. We're talking about asking these open questions. We're talking about asking questions that help someone to make their own steps forward. And what's the one thing that you are going to do in your sphere of influence where you can bring this to your leadership? Or maybe you might be thinking, who does God want you to stop for? As we've been talking, has someone come to mind that you need to actually stop for and ask these questions, these sorts of questions? Where are you going to start and actually when? Like, I'd love you to go away with something in the diary that says, I'm going to call whoever it is and invite them for a coffee and say, I'd love to talk to you about whatever, or I'd love to ask you this question. I'd love to hear your heart because that is what Jesus does. So are you ready? We're just not going to spend too much time because I know we've only got 10 minutes left. So just if you can have this conversation with each other, or you might just want to pick one or two of the questions, but see if you can get the person you're talking to, to an actual step of what you're going to do this week. Is that the right slide? Yeah. Okay. Where will you start and what will you do when? Are you ready? Brilliant. Are you there? Are you nearly there? Brilliant. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Oh, I hate interrupting people. It goes against everything I'm just talking to you about, isn't it? But I've just interrupted the whole room for... <laughs> it's profound stuff. I just heard someone say, actually, one of the things in my context, I'm going to make time and space to hear my spouse. Like, isn't that the kingdom? You vow to honour and cherish somebody. I mean, it's beautiful. Uh, but there'll be different, obviously, lots of different... Um, stories in this room. Yesterday we heard some simple questions asked to Alarine, to Olu and Josh and I don't know if you noticed in the room 
And what happened was that the whole room heard their hearts, heard their frustrations, their pain, heard their hopes, their dreams for the future, and we all got to listen. Um, and they said one of the keys to moving forward is listening to God and listening to each other. And I think this is kind of what I'm talking about. And as you've asked these questions and, and listened to one another, you've been listening to God and listening to each other. That is why I am absolutely convinced that coaching is for every season. It is about people making their own steps, deciding how they are going to organise, how they are going to support, find resourcing to support them. I remember coaching someone once who wanted to really develop as a preacher, and um, she found a fantastic brilliant way f ways forward for ourselves to um, through coaching conversations over a period of time once a month for about six months it was we just met and talked about what was going on and, and the next step on and she got mentors around her she got resources around her she went off visiting here there and everywhere and oh my goodness she is bearing so much fruit as she preaches the gospel now and it's such an exciting thing in every season it's applicable all the way Good questions can open up a whole world of conversation where the kingdom of God can come, as I hope you've experienced a bit this afternoon. And it can provide some kind, I don't want to over do it, but I feel like some kind of holy space that is created when we truly stop and honour someone else. Anything is possible. Um, and we come to coaching with an awareness that in any season, God is able to do anything. So we come with open minds, open hearts. And I just want to leave us with this question of what kind of leaders do we want to be? And what kind of a family do we want to be as a vineyard? Because if all of us go away and begin to do this and, and love one another with that gift of time, slowly but surely, the family will look uh, different. We will love each other better. I have, um, we have an email address if you are interested, not this year, but next year. I think we will run some training um, for a next group of coaches. Uh, at the minute, we're coaching um, senior pastors, church planters, associate pastors, youth leaders, site pastors, worship leaders, yes, as well. So um, if, if you are interested in in, in joining in the training, there's a bit of a process, but email uh, Steve at this coaching at VCUKI email address, and we'd love to, to know that you're out there so we can talk next year. Um, and if you would like a coach um, and you're in one of those categories, if you go on the Vineyard Church's website at the bottom, there's a coaching bit that you can uh, press. If you are not in one of those categories and you'd like... I really would love some of this. If we have capacity as a team, we do sometimes step towards those who come towards us. So feel free again to email Steve and just say, if and when you have capacity, I'd love a few sessions and we will dispatch one of the coaches to you. And then I'll leave that up. It's a little bit small, but these are some books which are helpful, which are good. I mean, there's so much good stuff out there. You can learn coaching skills from all sorts of places. But um, those top two, I'd say, are really useful. The Coaching Questions by Tony Stolfus has some really great open questions for if you are wanting to coach uh, a married couple, you're wanting to coach ministry leader, you're wanting to coach... He has all different sorts of groups of people. And so it's very useful, practical book and it's not a big heavy read. So 
I'll leave that up there. And I just want to say thank you so much for coming. I hope it's whetted your appetite and given you food for thought around coaching. So God bless you and thanks so much for coming. Thank you.